Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast today is sponsored by our good friends in No One. No One's sponsoring it. Let's fucking go. Welcome to the Daft Lad Podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates, whatever that fucking means. Daft. Welcome everyone to the season finale of The One. It's me, Jimmy Scott, the Daft Lad, the Daft Bastard. And I hope you're all tucking into a luxurious meal of jelly tots on toast, somewhere along those lines. And yeah, this is the last episode of Series 1. The Series 2 will be back. Um, I sound very BBC right now. It'll be back later in the year. It's like, have I got news for you? It's just finished. It's like, the next series will be back later in the year. So yeah, that's what's going on. Also, I hopefully have things wrote down by the time later in the year comes. Later in the year, it could be the 30th of fucking December. I could leave... That's later in the year. But yeah, thanks to anyone who's listened to the podcast, any episode, even for five minutes. The last episode I put out, Busking for Airplanes, no, Busking on Airplanes, um, had 150 views of the first seven days, which is the best episode viewing I've ever had. The first, like... 13 have had maybe 20, 30 in the first 70 days. So thank you, whoever's listening or spam that 150 times. It wasn't me. But yeah, seriously, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It's daft, and I don't give a shit if it's daft. And uh, if you've got any questions, funny stories, funny segment ideas, something for me to read, a true or false, would you rather, uh, send it in anytime you want, even off-season, you know, August, September, October, send them in to me on Twitter, DM me, tweet me, Instagram, TikTok, comment in a video, or use the email, thedaftladpodcast at gmail.com, send us some random shit, and you can be on Series 2, or Facebook as well, but Facebook shit. Also, if you don't know this, you can watch the podcast instead of having them in your ear holes, in your lobbies, um, you can watch it with your eyes. 
which is at, um, if you just type in the Daft Lab podcast on the YouTube, or type in the channel name I use, Just Gaming Fellas, search it and you can watch your favourite episode on there if you want to see my fat face. So let's start about maybe a few episodes ago, right? Um, I was saying it's my birthday in a few weeks, and a lot of people say on the birthday, about five o'clock tea time, they're like, thanks so much for birthday messages. It's been a great day. Um, that is basically what they write on like a Facebook post. So I said, oh, I'll just bang a post up there saying, thanks so much for the birthday messages. If you haven't sent me a birthday message yet, you are dead to me. And I checked in at Banter HQ. I did it. Even a few people commented saying happy birthday. Um, I don't know if they're still dead to me. Good banter, good daft laugh for me. I did it about half past five before I went to the restaurant for my meal. And it was good banter, you know, it was a daft laugh. My birthday didn't hit as hard because I was at work, which is fair, like, for anyone. But it's not the same when you're an adult, is it, your birthday? I turned 26. When I was turning fucking 16, it was all hype. All talk and all throws. Now it's just all talk and no throws is my birthday. But it was still good. It was class. But it could have been better because uh, when you're a kid, it's better, isn't it? I don't know why. And I had someone say to me, Oh, what are you going to use your birthday money on, Jamie? I just said petrol. Because that's the first thing that came to my mind. Petrol. A bit of unleaded. Birthday present. Didn't get it wrapped, though. So, yeah, happy birthday. Like, when you're a kid, when you got asked for what you want for your birthday or what you're going to use with your cash that you got for your birthday, you're like, Oh, mate, I'm going to buy some Doctor Who top trumps, mate. Oh, sick. Also, on the way home, walked home from the restaurant, Florio's, best fucking meal ever in the world in my hometown, Italian. That garlic bread with tomato sauce. Ooh, hello, John. Anyway, so you were walking home about nine o'clock, walking past the railway crossing, me and my bro, and all of a sudden, this big white van fucking drives past, really close to us, and this, like, absolute cabbage puts his head out a window and goes, Oh, you are gay. I turned around and I was like, who the fuck's this twat? And he said the same thing again as he clocked my eyes. He went, oh, you are so gay. And I just thought, who the fuck's this twat? Literally, use any other insult and it would have been funnier. Use any other insult, it would have been correct. But don't use fucking gay, man. We don't like homophobes. We don't like homophobes on the Daft Lad podcast. I know he's, he may be having a joke, but come on, that's fucking ten year ago, being a ten-year-old kid not knowing what it means. What an absolute cucumber cabbage. Literally, he could have called me anything else. Twat, prick, Lego head. I'd rather have that than that, because, come on, grow up, mate. He looked about 21 as well. You know the type as well that I'm on about? You know, the person who sits in the side in the shotgun of a big van is already a twat. He looked like Peter Kay, but 20 years younger, and his haircut with like a mushroom that's been shaved, if you can fucking shave a mushroom. And he's uh, and, and he's one of those like lovely 20-year-olds that just don't respect women and, uh, you know, sexuality, anything like that. They just don't respect that. So I was so close. I was so close to shouting back at him after he drove off. What's wrong with being gay? Now that would have fucking slammed him down because he's got the personality of a fucking carrot. And he wouldn't have had a clue how to reply to that. I know he's driving off. And again, I know it's only a bit of banter, but it really annoyed me. I don't know why people are still using that. I know this is a daft lad podcast, but I've got a voice. Maybe only to 20 people, now 153. Welcome, everyone, to Busking on a Plane. This is a series finale. But if you've got a voice, fucking 
tell the twats what's right. There's some people in this world who use the jokey gay as a joke insult. It's like, what's what's wrong with that? Or it's like, oh my God, you play like such a girl. It's like, what's wrong with being a girl? I'd rather be a girl than you, you fucking carrot. You know what I mean? And I, and I absolutely love and accept anyone who expresses themselves. I fucking love to see it in this fucking age. It's mint. Like anyone who's transgender, bi, uh, gay, anything. I absolutely, I adore that shit. I love it. I love it when everyone expresses themselves. And it really shows the a couple of haters who were just living in the past, even though I wish it didn't happen in the past, but get fucked. I accept anyone. You're welcome to this Daft Lad podcast. You're welcome. You could be my friend. I accept and love anyone who comes out as transgender, bi, gay, anything more than myself. I love that more than myself. Fuck it. You know what I mean? So welcome everyone. Even if there's 20 people listening and one of you is that twat in the big white van, you can get fucked. You absolute sprout of a man who doesn't respect anyone, especially women, twat. And welcome everyone who, who don't matter who you are. You know what I mean? You're welcome. And we're going to have a daft laugh together in series two and the rest of this episode. We're going to love it. We're going to love it. Right, so that's the very good rant I've got out of my head. Let's get some tunes and then send it into series one finale. Right, so we're starting off the series one finale, bantering with dentists, and uh, I got the sad, sad letter through the old letterbox, uh, obviously, um, which I was, I was, uh, sad day. It's a sad day, basically. My dentist of uh, my whole life, 26 years, has um, decided to leave the selfish prick. <laughs> I'm joking. He was a legend, that kid. Yeah, I had some good banter with him um, when he was uh, poking me teeth and shit. I didn't even get to say goodbye. Didn't get to say goodbye. But we've got this uh, new person, new dentist coming in called Helen. So I can't wait to meet her. Um, and my old dentist, uh, I can't remember his name. I think he was called Zach Snicket. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, no, he was what's called Stephen. What a legend! And uh, he would always call me by James, um, even though I'm Jamie. But I was christened by James, so it's on all my farms. So if you want to forge anything, I'm James, not Jamie. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait to meet Helen from Stockport and have some banter with her. And hopefully, she doesn't um, inject my eyes instead of my teeth. But yeah, I think one of the most scariest parts of life is going to the dentist. I don't know about anyone else, but and I guess no one enjoys going to the dentist, but. Especially as a kid, I used to fucking hate it. I always felt like I needed to impress and make my dentist proud. Because I'm gonna, because like you go in and like you're after the filling, and he's like, "Oh, Jamie, what have you done? Why have you had a pack of fruit gums? You've really fucked up that upper left six carnivore." And I'm like, "Oh no, Stephen, no, no, have I? I can't believe it. I brush my teeth for at least three minutes once every day. You know what I mean? Oh no, I want to make you proud. Yeah." But yeah, you, you like go in at dentist. You open the door. It's got a fresh smell of dentist. I don't know how they make that smell, but it's like for me, it's like a renovated house. So you can tell that the reception is where the kitchen was. You can tell where the waiting room is. Uh, was the living room because the fish tank is where the fireplace should be. <laughs> and with it being like a renovated house into a dentist uh, house, let's say, um, you can hear the floorboards creak a lot and you can hear people stamping upstairs you know stamping on people's teeth so you can hear the dentist come down and you can hear him like oh god he's coming he's coming 
it, it always reminds me of when David Jones um, for Pirates of the Caribbean is like walking on his cricket stumps. Um, so that happened. So you send it to Sarah at reception, and you're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm here for my uh, checkup," and she's like, "What's your name?" I'm like, oh, it's James Scott. And I'm like, oh, God, I feel so posh. James is quite posh, isn't it? Even though I'm called Jamie. And she's like, yes. Um, and before you take a seat, please, can you fill in this form? Why is the form the hardest fucking thing I've ever done in my life? It's like, name. I'm like, oh, God, James. Date of birth. That always stumps me. Um, and then it's like, do you have any medical stuff? And I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue. So I just tick no on all of them. Um, you accidentally tick yes on something that's really bad. And you're like, oh, fuck, I fucked it. And then you go, yeah, so you go sit in the waiting room area. There's like two other people sat there, really awkward. And there's always that massive box TV at bottom corner at uh, waiting room. It's like the size of a laptop, but it's actually a square cardboard box with a TV screen in it. 20-year-old. It's always playing like Planet Earth. Something with animals in, you know? It's always some sort of documentary that's meant to soothe you. Some like dolphin waving at you or some fucking whales shouting. It doesn't soothe me, that dentist. When was the last time there was a penguin flying down a glacier? That was pretty good. Uh, anyway, that actually soothed me. That was lovely. So yeah, there's a fish tank in front of where I was sat. That's where the fireplace should be. That's quite soothing. And then there's the magazines on the lovely wooden table from Dunelm in the middle of the waiting room. And it's got some random stuff on there. I've never picked one up because I've never had time or the balls to just like, I'm just going to pick that up and read that. Because by the time you're reading it, you can hear footsteps. You're like, oh God. Here comes David Jones, dentist. David Dentist. So then you're like, oh God, I can hear John Dentist. He's coming. David John Dentist is coming. The floorboards are creaking. It's like you hear him come down from dentist backstage. You can hear him come downstairs. It's like, oh God, he's coming. Is it going to be my dentist or someone else? Oh God, John. And then he walks past you, but doesn't look at you on purpose. I look to the waiting room on purpose because he wants to save that. Like he's coming on to fucking Wembley. He's like, hey, it's me, John Dentist. The first song's called... Upper left six. <laughs> and then he goes to reception and he's like, oh, Sarah, oh, oh Colgate. Wow, good banter. <laughs> Starts having banter about wisdom teeth and shit. And then you're like, look away, you think you're safe for a second. And then he like comes around and he's like, and James, you want to follow me up? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, man, how are you doing? You're all right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing great, mate. Great, yeah. Um, so like you follow a John Dentist up the stairs and you go past a few rooms where other people are getting the teeth fucking snarled at. And uh, for some reason, they've left the door wide open. So you like walk past and you're shaking and you're talking to um, John Dentist and he's asking you, you know, how was your holiday? How was your Christmas? And you're like, yeah, good. Very good. And you look to your left and you're like, what's going on in there? Another dentist with a drill in someone's skull forgot to go through his mouth to get to his teeth. And you're like, what the fuck's going on there? And then you go on and you're like, yeah, good Christmas. Got a, got a switch for Christmas. And you look to your right, there's another door open. And then you look in there and like some patient's got like a bit of rope attached to its tooth. And you look a bit more in, you're like, fucking dentist has got a fork truck. Rope's tied to a fork truck, innit? To forks. And you and you like walk past when he starts to pull and you don't see the end of it. And it's like, ah, fuck. You're absolutely shitting your pants. And then you get into your room and you say hi to, uh, to uh, who was it on right? Linda, is it? I don't know. Fucking Katie. Who sat at computer with a mask on. Like, hey, Katie, how you doing? Then you get in there and you, and you get told to sit down. It's very, very, uh, very formal is dentistry, isn't it? And I always wondered, like, why dentist rooms so fucking bright, so white? It's like Barry Scott's been in there and still it banged the whole spot. It's like, oh, look at it. It's so reflective is this white tiling. Hey, John Dentist, you might not have to use your mirror equipment, your headlight equipment, your wing mirror equipment. That's it. 
you just have to use the uh, the reflective silly bang wall. Good that, isn't it? And then you sit down on that green chair. I don't, I don't know if it's yours is green, but mine's green. And it's like made out of like fucking carpet and wallpaper with a hint of sandpaper. Very weird material. And then you lay back and uh, Katie puts those awesome 3D glasses on. I think they're 3D because everything looks real. Um, you got like a bit of tint on there so you look cool as fuck. Like, oh, look at that. And then uh, John Dentist clicks the uh, the recliner down. And normally recliners like maybe go to like a, a 45 degree. But no, no, no. You go horizontal. Then you go like another, what, 20 degree. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Backwards, so you're facing like this. And all acid, all stomach acid is going down to your gizzard. And you've got proper heart palpitations from heartburn. Then John Dentist puts his mask on and like stands over me like I'm some sort of POV. Well, I guess I am a POV point of view. I am a real life POV. And it's like, oh, so how have your teeth been um, since I last saw you? And I'm just like, uh, even if they've been painful as fuck and I've lost half my teeth, I'm like, oh, they've been fantastic. Really good. Really good. Be- I like could have been in a bike accident and I've got no teeth. It's just all gum and I'm just like, yeah, it's been really good actually. It's been very well. <laughs> and then he sits down on Katie's chair and she has to get up. It's like fucking twice, John Dennis. And then he's like, right. Get- he just gets his mouse out. It's like, right, so uh, what have we got here? So do you not do you not smoke? You don't, you don't smoke? I'm like, nope. You vape? I'm like, no, no. And, uh, and then he's like, um, how many how many units of alcohol do you have a week? And even if I've had, I rarely drink, but even if I went out and I had like, oh, I've had nine pints this week, I'm like, just one or two, I think. I'd say, I don't really drink, John. I don't really drink. And he's like, right, okay, we'll put um, two to three units down a week. I'm like, what? I didn't fucking say that, prick. I just want to make him proud, not mad. And then, um, and then he like spreads his leg. That's only weird, but he like sits down. And he has to spread his legs between the the skull. And it's like, right, first, James. I'm just gonna check your face for um, face cancer. And uh, and he's just there, like like I'm fucking clay, really claying me off. Fair enough. And he looks down my neck, and he has to move my hair out of the way. It's like, oh, am I okay to move your hair? I'm like, yeah, of course, fucking move it, mate. Jesus. And then he starts off checking your teeth. It's like, right, can you open wide, please, James? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> what I used to do as a kid, right, I used to be really scared before a dentist. And I used to be scared that I wouldn't be able to breathe. I used to choke on my saliva. So the day or two before, I'd like lay back on that horizontal position, but like over the bed and just be like, right, I'm just going to practice how long I can put my mouth open for and if I can swallow. I'm just there like, 
So he starts checking your teeth. It's all nice and steady at first. And he starts saying these special terms, um, which I've kind of clocked onto into the last few years. So he starts off saying like, um, uh, two, three, four. I think he's just counting on my teeth. I've got it's like one, two, three, four, five, six. Then he counts back. It's like seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And I've realized in the last few years that there's like a grading system. So you can get a GCC on your teeth. Um, I don't want the BTEC, I want a GCC or A-level. That's what I want. So as he's going through your teeth, he's like upper left six, zero. And I've realized that zero is like an A-style. That's like fucking God, son. And he'll be like upper left seven. And it's like uh, zero, unreal. So like anything that's like two, three, four is a grading. It's like if he goes upper left, right. And he's like, ooh, two. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God, he's not proud of me. It's going to be a fill-in. Could be a fill-in job. So it like starts off, upper left, six, upper left, zero. I'm like, thank fuck for that. Upper right, I'm like, zero. Oh, get in there. And then we'll go to the bottom left. It's like, oh, it's a one that. I'll take a one. I'll take a one. And he goes to the bottom right. And I think I'm in the clear. I'm like, this is going to be a five-minute checkup. I'm going to be fucked off soon. Go to Sainsbury's for a cheese bar. Can you get a cheese bar? And then there's like a massive pause. He looks down my bottom right uh, teeth. He's like, eh, yeah. okay. And that massive pause leads to, uh, oh, bottom right four. James has a slight abrasion of the bottom right canine. And you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Heart sinks. Oh, God. And then it's like, right, James, I'm going to have to do an x-ray. And then this is fucking mental, like, x-rays, isn't it? X-rays, fucking get me blistered in the mouth. He's basically putting a credit card horizontal in your mouth. It's just stuffed in long ways. It's fucking stupid. It wrecks. The x-ray thing, you have to bite on it. So you're, like, so you're fucking biting on it, and it absolutely wrecks the bottom of your gum that never gets touched. And then it gets arm robot out, puts it near your the little bit of stick that's fucking pointing out, like the end of a lollipop stick. And then he gets into position. Before you go, he's fucked off. 100 mile an hour, gone. Accelerated out the room. It's like, you're just like there, like, right, God. Well, surprised. He hasn't jumped out the window, then a barrel roll. And he's fucked off at Sainsbury's for a cheese bar. Look. And then Katie gets up and she has like the weather button. You know how you change the scene on the weather PowerPoint. That's how you start the x-ray, I think, because she fucks off as well. So you're sat there doing your x-ray. You've basically got a fucking Monzo flex card in your fucking mouth. And then John Dentist takes your Monzo credit card out your fucking mouth after x-ray. And you're just like, you could have used contactless on that on my skull. You don't have to put it in. Fucking hell. And then if you've had a feeling as well as that pink drink, what is that? It's like Barry Scott's left his fucking liquids from doing room. What is it? It's always fun drinking that stuff, you know, dribbling it off a lovely sandpaper chair that you're sitting on. It's like you're dribbling so much you just look stunned. It's like you've just seen someone win Takeshi's Castle. It's like, what the fuck? I've never been to Hygienist yet. Um, everyone says that the Hygienist is brutal and an absolute animal and uh, purposely hurts you. So um, basically an MOT of your mouth, apparently. And then you finish and uh, John Dentist gives you a receipt for your checkup session that lasted 10 minutes. And he's like, right, um, today's checkup will be three grand. And then he says some sort of like advice or get you up at the end of the uh, the checkup. He's like, uh, keep on, uh, keep on brushing, keep on flossing. And don't forget, you censor dime, not Colgate, because Colgate is shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'll see you later, John. I'll have a good Christmas and have a good bonfire night Halloween. Good Easter as well. Hopefully it's nine months, not fucking six months. And I see your twatty face. He's moved on now, hasn't he? Um, 
And then, and then you walk out the room and it's the biggest sigh of relief. You go down to reception, pay it, and you fuck off. You're like, thank God, that's done for six months. And you don't think about it till month before. And you get that letter through the letterbox saying, you are due for a checkup, you like, kill me. So yeah, that's the dentist banter. I hope you can all relate to that. Let's have some tunes. We'll get some tunes on. You know, my hairdresser, or anyone's barber or hairdresser, you get like a connection, because they just get used to doing your hair, you're like, I need them to do my hair for the rest of my life. So I, like, I trust my hairdresser, and I trust my dentist very, very much, more than my family. Um, I go to the same hairdresser that I've done for the past 15 years, she knows how to do my hair. No one else does. Even though probably every other hairdresser in the world will know, just take a trim and a fin off this. She knows. She knows what to do. She's a hero. Um, and I've had some people say to me, oh, why, if it's booked up, just go to a different barber. I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Who does that? That's a crime. Get put in prison, that hair prison, saying that. And my hairdresser is my mum's mate, so I just go around to her house, um, into the garage. So I, I trust my hairdresser so much that I think about her retiring, and uh, the same with my dentist, but he's fucked off now, he's retired. Um, so that's going to be a sad day when that happens. I have thought while I've sat there and she's cut my hair really well, I'm like, maybe next time I might do a little vlog of her cutting my hair. So then when she does retire and she doesn't do my hair, I'll give it to the new barber. Like, mate, just copy this vlog. Yeah? Yeah, do that. Yeah, there's only three people that I trust with my life. NHS staff, those legends, my dentist, and now he's fucked off, so maybe two, and my hairdresser, like I said. Uh, I would have my hairdresser on Mount Doom as my Samwise Gamgee, you know? If I was if I was Frodo clinging on to Mount Doom, you know, spoiler from twenty years ago, sorry. If if I was uh, Frodo clinging on with me stumpy finger that's bleeding, I'd want my hairdresser to be as Samwise Gamgee picking him up so he don't fall into lava, going, "Take my hand, don't you let go." But then at the same time, as, as Sam's going, or my hairdresser's going, "Don't you let go." She's giving me a little trim and a fin at the same time. Oh, look at that. Fantastic. Look at that in the mirror. Woo! So, the date today is the 11th of July, and it's 30 degrees today. It was 23 degrees at 8 o'clock, and it's probably 28 degrees, and it's what? 5 o'clock. What the fuck is that? There's no way of escaping it. I've even tried putting cold water in a hot water bottle. Don't work, it gets warm. And also, if, if you're fucking drinking tea or coffee in this 30 degree weather, what is going on? You can't be that parched. You know. Get some bubblegum ice cream soda from Erin. That fucking tea. Also, I put a story up today. I tagged the Met Office in my story and took a screenshot of the weather app. If you don't know what the Met Office is, it's the um, weather in the UK. It's a weather app. The main weather dudes. Weather people, you know. So I tagged them in the story and I screenshotted at 8 o'clock, 23 degrees. And I tagged them in. I said, at and I tagged him in my story, I put at Met Office, Vanks, I've just got archive from looking at my iPhone, cheers. It's their fault that the weather's this hot, because they purposely make the weather, so they can get it as correct as possible, they they actually make the weather. So um, I had to give them a little dig there. But yeah, I was starting with my hot water bottle idea, I was like, what if there was a kettle that could unboil hot water? So... I know you could put it in freezer, but fuck it. I want really fast frozen water, you know. So if I could put it in a kettle that unfreezes, no, unboils it and makes it freezing, or very, very cold, 
especially in this 30 degree heat, you know. What if I need really cold water in the space of 10-20 seconds because I want to put out an extremely hot fire? You can't do that with the freezer, it takes at least 10 minutes. Anyway, so like I said, it's the 11th of July and uh, in a few weeks on the 30th of July, I'm going to uh, Comic-Con Manchester, get to f- meet some of my favourite actors and actresses. I'm meeting the Team Wolf cast. Um, Tyler Posey, who plays Scott McCall in Teen Wolf, the TV show. Oh, I absolutely love that show. Meeting Derek, who's in that, and I think he's Superman, the new Superman. Uh, Derek, what's he called? Tyler Holy Chin, or Hole Chin, Chilling. I don't know what his name is, but we're going to meet him. Um, so I, I can't wait for that. So I, I kind of feel like there's going to be some good stories from that for Series 2 of the podcast. I'm off to Disneyland for a week in September, so I can see there'll be a daft laugh of some... Uh, some good stories for Series 2 there. I might go to Disneyland Paris and frisbee off the teacups like a bullet. So that could be a good story. I've got a load of Fox on, band stuff coming up. We've got some gigs, shows coming up. We're playing across the UK. So hopefully there's some good banter or funny things happen in there. Just like I went with the band the other week. Went to the supermarket. Someone was taking a selfie with their five-person family in the car park, in the road, as I was trying to find a car park, they were in my way, they were taking a selfie. So that's a daft laugh, isn't it? But yeah, Fox Song-wise, um, if you have not known, the tunes, the intro, the tune, the intro, the tunes in between, the little interludes and the end song, is all my band, Fox Haunt. So if you want to go check us out on Spotify, and if you want to come to a gig and say hi to me at the merch stand, um, we're back in the studio next week, making another EP, four songs. And uh, we're playing a festival in Wales. And here's a good bit of uh, banter and trivia. It's called Ollie Fest. Um, I think it's like a charity thing. But it's quite a big thing, I think. And uh, one of the main bands is that kid from American Pie. Uh, I think it's called Kevin. Um, in real life, he's called... What's he called? I've got it wrote down here. Thomas Nicholas. He's the lad in American Pie. Um, really loves that blonde girl. Then she goes away and they get back together. If you type in Kevin from American Pie, basically he has his own band. So hopefully it'd be cool to meet him backstage. That'd be cool. And then next Sunday, I'm recording drums in this church, made-out studio in a church in Leeds. And I think the uh, Kaiser Chief drummer owns half of it or something, and we'll get, I think I'm going to use his drum kit to record the new songs, which is it's always cool, isn't it? A little bit of Kaiser Chiefs. I think it's the new drummer, not the old one, but that's... Pretty cool, that. I don't know why I find things cool like that, but I love that shit. Um, And then, I think in November, we've got about six or seven dates locked in to Fox Hunt gigs around the UK, up and down. So if you want to come say hi to me, or come to a gig, or if you enjoy the tunes in the podcast, just, you know, it'd be classy if you went and checked them out. Checked, And it'd be classy if you just came and checked us out at a gig, buy merch, just even follow us on Spotify or Instagram and stuff. I'll be fucking mint, or I'll just share with your mates, because uh, I, I hope you like that shit, I hope you like that shit. So we're getting to end of Series 1 finale, and uh, yeah, please just go follow me on the Fox on, and also follow mainly on the Daft Lad podcast. Send me anything you want. Uh, why don't you tell me your favourite episode, your favourite segments of an episode, just comment or tweet me or anything, and that'll be uh, much appreciated, mate, sound like Jack Grealish. But yeah, that is Series 1, my first ever podcast. Uh, we wanted to do it for fucking ages. It's daft. It's the most relatable, hopefully most relatable podcast. And I put a daft spin on it. Um, that, that's just what I do in my head. It's what goes, the thoughts that go through my head is in audio form. 
or video form on the Daffod podcast. So I'll see you in the series two later in the year. Uh, that's the plan. But uh, I bid you farewell. I bid you farewell. Get your 30 degree squash room temperature. This is actually boiling now as this fucking squash. Jesus. And uh, seeing as though it's the 11th of July, I might go a trick-or-treating. Start early. Start on the houses early. I really fuck everyone up, wouldn't it? But yeah, thanks for Series 1. I'll see you in Series 2. You're nothing but daft. See ya. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.